0: from npr and wnyc live from the bell house in brooklyn new york this is ask me another I'm Ophira Eisenberg, your host for this next hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia, and we've got some extra sweet musical games, because returning to our show is our very important puzzler, Nellie Mackay. We'll also be testing her trivia knowledge in an Ask Me Another Challenge, but to kick things off, let me introduce our puzzle guru, John Chinesky. Hello, everybody. And our one man house band, Mr. Jonathan Colton. Hello there. And let's say hello to our first two contestants, Blake Lanyo and Matt Davis. Now, both of you are visiting New York. Matt, where are you visiting from?
1: Uh, Philadelphia.
0: Philadelphia, wonderful. I enjoy your bell.
1: I like it, too. You like it, too? Not in its best state of repair, but...
0: It <laughs> <laughs> needs a little repair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's part of its charm. Uh, so let me ask you this, Matt. If you could be any action hero from a movie, who would you choose? I think James Bond.
2: Yes.
1: I'm pretty confident he can't be killed. He
0: can't be <laughs> killed. I see. So this is all about... I feel what you're doing. You're just trying to figure out how to stay alive as an action figure. Uh, which James Bond incarnation, though? Oh, it's
1: Sean Connery. Oh yeah! Yeah. All right, classic, classic, duh. Duh. It's obvious. It's obvious.
0: What about Daniel Craig? (laughs) Nah. You're not a lady. (laughs) Blake, where are you visiting from?
1: I'm from South Louisiana.
0: South Louisiana. Where in South Louisiana? Lafayette. Lafayette. Cajun country. (laughs) Really? Pumping his fist for the few people that are screaming. Um, And if you could be any action star, who would you choose?
1: I kind of went superhero route, and I'm thinking the Hulk, because it just seems easy. <laughs> it, it just seems lazy. Like, they come to him, and just...
0: <laughs> You just have to get angry. That's yeah, the only thing you, know. you have to do. I like that you just sort of pound it in front of your body to show what a Hulk does. Just, uh ah, pounds lazily. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, this game is called Bruce Willis' Wash Your Mouth Out. Jonathan, do you think Bruce Willis has a filthy mouth?
1: I do. He has, a, he has a. You mean Bruno? You're talking about Bruno. Bruno, yeah. I call him Bruno.
0: Oh, okay, sorry.
1: Yeah, no. He he's a notorious swearer. You know, in uh in the Die Hard films, his character John McClane is very fond of saying "Yippee ki yay, mother," and then a horrible swear word.
2: True, true.
1: So contestants, in this game, we want you to clean up John McClane's catchphrase. Puzzle guru John Chinesky, will you give us an example?
3: Sure. If I said John McClain uses this phrase when he faces off against the maternal personification of all the natural forces in the world, you would say, Yippee-ki-yay, Mother Nature.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So your answers will begin with Yippee-ki-yay, Mother... something. And if you'd like to do a Bruce Willis impression, that is mandatory. (laughs) And the winner of this round will move on to her Ask Me One More Final Round at the end of the show. Are you ready?
1: Ready. Ready. Okay.
0: McLean enthusiastically yells this when he reveals the true identity of the author credited with writing most English nursery rhymes.
1: <laughs> Matt. Kippikaye, mother goose.
0: That's right. <laughs>
1: This is what McLean screams while headbutting the Roman Catholic nun who won the 1979 Nobel Peace Prize. Matt. Yippie Kaye, Mother Teresa? That's right. <laughs> she has a very, very hard skull too, so you have to you have to really headbut her to take her out.
0: That's a diehard seven. Old habits die hard. <laughs> McLean shouts this in rage as he rips to shreds copies of the political magazine that was named after a trade union activist. Matt.
1: Yippee-kaye, Mother Jones. Yes, you nailed it. After McLean is abducted by aliens, he makes this threatening declaration as he blows up the large spacecraft from which smaller craft are launched. Matt yippee Mothercraft?
3: Ooh, no, can't take that. Sorry. Blake? yippee Mothership? Yes, right. that's what we were looking for.
0: From Die Hard 8, in space, no one can hear you kick ass.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> McLean mutters this as he violently scrapes away the iridescent substance lining the inside of some oyster shells that's used to make ornamental beads and buttons. Blake.
1: Yippikaye Mother of Pearl. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know, hard to believe that was right, and that was right.
1: <laughs> when McLean's computer crashes, he cries this out in frustration as he smashes the main circuit panel to smithereens. <phone rings> Matt. Yippikaye motherboard. That's right. <laughs>
0: McLean sarcastically utters this as he completely destroys his native language. Blake.
1: Yippie mother tongue?
0: Yes, that is right. I don't know how you do that. No. <laughs> Just really bad grammar. Punch You're... a
3: dictionary, I guess. I don't know.
1: <laughs> In real life, Bruce Willis is sorely tempted to say this to the woman who gave birth to his wife. Yippee Kaye mother in law. That's
3: right. right. Yes.
1: All right, John Chinesky.
3: We have a tie. All right. So here's your tiebreaker, guys. McLean whispers this as he steals a dog's bone from the cupboard of an old nursery rhyme character Matt. Yippee Kaye mother hubbard. That is correct. (laughs) You're our winner. (laughs) Matt is our winner with a vengeance
0: close. Thank you, Blake and Matt. We'll be seeing you again for our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. I would like to introduce our very important puzzler, Nellie Mackay. Welcome back, Nellie, to Ask Me Another. Now, you and Jonathan made some beautiful music together on our show in Central Park. It was a magical rendition of Simon and Garfunkel's 59th Street Bridge song. Jonathan, what do you have planned for us now?
1: We're going to be doing a song. uh, This is... Connected to the the last game we played Uh, Cowboys also say yippee tie But they like to keep it clean Uh, This is a Woody Guthrie song
4: Cattle trails rough And a hard road To travel That old jack of diamonds Is a hard car to play, get along, get along, get along, little doggies. Get along, little doggies, and be on your way. You'd be tired. Fortune and none of my own. Get me tired.
0: Colton and Nellie Mackay, everybody. Yeah. Nellie, I'd love to know what's on your playlist, you know, at home. Like, what kind of music do you listen to at home when you want to relax?
5: Oh, well, I don't have a, a playlist because I abhor technology, and I think it's done far more harm than good. Yeah. And, you know... Um, so do you listen to records? Uh yes. Although I'm a bit confused when to change my needle, because if it's too sharp it can hurt the record, and if it's too dull. So if anybody knows if we could talk at the bar after okay. the
0: show, yeah. please write That'd in. Be nice. uh, it's uh, ask me another at npr.org with your needle <laughs> answers. Uh, so what, what's kind of so when you're at home and you're like, oh, I just want to chill out. What what album would you throw on?
5: Oh boy, well I was just in uh, Mississippi and I picked up some Stanley Turrentine and some uh, James Booker and um, a wonderful. Wonderful uh, album. It's a, a two CD set with a DVD, um, and it's uh, it's about a British pathé in the West Indies, and it goes into the whole history there from the twenties to the present. Um, it's it's and it's got a wonderful range of, of musical styles. It was great to travel through Appalachia listening to that African three against four rhythm. It 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 was completely unapropos.
0: Now we always ask our VIPs to provide the prize for the grand. Winner of every episode of Ask Me Another. So, Nellie, you know, was giving us some great stuff, but one of the things I wanted to ask you about that you put in your prize pack is a pair of faux fur handcuffs. Oh, right. Love cuffs. Love cuffs. Now, um, were these something, are they new, secondhand, or.
5: <laughs> I got them at Goodwill. <laughs>
1: Secondhand Love Cuffs yeah. is a great album title, by the way.
5: They're, they're gently used.
1: Gently used, yes.
0: I can imagine the moment when someone was like, I am done with this, and you, you picked them up and you thought, someday I'll have a reason to give this to as a prize.
5: Uh, yes. <laughs> Seriously, though. No. How long ago did you buy them? Oh, just about a week or so. Really? Yes, and they come, they still have the keys, which I think is quite rare. (laughs) That's
0: rare. Right, that is the first thing to be thrown away. You're right, you're right. Fantastic. Another hand for Nellie Mackay, everybody. We're going to be putting Nellie to work a lot this hour, so coming up we'll see if we can convince her to help us with a musical game about lists, And then we're going to strap her into the puzzle hot seat. So stick around. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is NPR's Ask Me Another. Thanks for listening to Ask Me Another. And there are lots of other NPR podcasts you'd love, like TED Radio Hour, hosted by Guy Raz. TED Radio Hour is a journey through fascinating ideas, astonishing inventions, fresh approaches to old problems, and new ways that they can create. Listen to it. It's fantastic. Find it now on iTunes under Podcasts. listening to Ask Me Another from NPR and WNYC. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and have you ever noticed that bad things come in threes, but good things only come in ones? Let's ask our next two contestants about that. So please welcome Natasha Simons and Lindsay Trobe. So Lindsay, what is the last good thing that has happened to you? Well, the first thing that came to mind was I recently brushed shoulders with Ryan Gosling oh. at a party. Good. Uh, and where were you that you were brushing shoulders?
6: At a premiere party for one of his movies.
0: That oh, sounds really obnoxious. That. No. <laughs> that would be a, that, that's an excellent place to find him. How about you, Natasha? What's the last good thing that's happened to you?
6: Well, it's hard to beat Ryan Gosling, but I have to say the last good thing that happened to me was the Breaking Bad finale. Both because it was amazing and because I could finally relax
0: every Sunday. (laughs) Right, it was very intense. Yes. You have a lot of people that agree with you. They're like, yes, my life was given back to me. (laughs) So this game is called Bad Things Come in Threes because it has been noted that many of the most notorious assassins in history have three names, like John Wilkes Booth, Lee Harvey Oswald, Mark David Chapman, and it turns out that many other famous people with three names, have committed far lesser, but still disturbing, (laughs) acts. Puzzle guru John
3: Mitchell Chinesky. (laughs) How about an example? Thanks, Ophira Jasmine Eisenberg. (laughs) It's real. That's right. (laughs) If we said this actor provided the voice for one of the most fiendish movie villains of all time, Darth Vader, you would answer with James Earl Jones.
0: They both are nodding. Yes, of course. Okay, so ring in when you know the answer. And of course, the winner of this game moves on to her Ask Me One More Final Round at the end of the show. Playing an extraordinarily debauched version of himself, this actor spent several movies terrorizing poor Harold and Kumar. Lindsay. Neil Patrick Harris. Yes,
7: indeed.
0: This country music star with the achy, breaky heart helped popularize the frightening hairstyle known as the mullet. Lindsay. Billy Ray Cyrus. Exactly. (laughs) Business in the front, party in the back. Just like his daughter's twerking. This composer's adaptation of T.S. Eliot's work may have wet people's appetites for the anthropomorphic felines so much that the internet was basically taken over by cat videos. Composer Natasha. Andrew Lee Weber?
5: Go, oh, I don't know. No, I have the middle
6: Lindsay, of the can of you heart. steal it? Andrew Lloyd Weber.
4: Oh. There you That's go. Correct. Oh,
0: you set her up, Natasha, but Lindsay got that point. As if aspiring writers didn't already have parents pressuring them to get a real job, this poet managed to write The Red Wheelbarrow" while working successfully as a family doctor. Yeah, it's a tough one. They're both thinking.
3: The initials here are WCW.
6: Who's William Carlos Williams? And I just answered answered a
3: Jeopardy question as well. You're not on Jeopardy. Sorry. (laughs) Thank you.
6: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: you
0: got it Who is correct? Natasha William Carlos Williams is correct Do you really want to go to a doctor who's also a poet? I don't think so, I would find another doctor My doctor, no hobbies, that's what I say
3: Medicine, well, me- medicine <laughs> exactly. to be his hobby, No right?
0: hobbies this architect's falling water, a house which appears to hang in midair over a waterfall, may have accidentally provided the blueprint for the lairs of every Bond villain. Yeah. Lindsay. Frank Lloyd right? That is correct. <laughs> and this is your last question. During a three-year marriage to Angelina Jolie, this actor reportedly wore a vial of her blood around his weird little neck. (laughs) Let them think. Let them think. Lindsay. Billy Bob Thornton. Correct!
3: Puzzle Guru John Chineski. The winner of Bad Things Come in Threes is Lindsay. Way to go, (laughs) Lindsay.
0: Congratulations, Lindsay. Thank you so much, Natasha. Lindsay, you're going to be moving on to our Ask Me One More Final Round at the end of the
2: show. Thank you.
0: our next two contestants, Leah Fox and Doug Friedman. Now, Leah, you are also visiting us. Where are you visiting from? Uh, Ypsilanti, Michigan. Ypsilanti, Michigan. Have you ever been part of a trivia game? Trivia match? Only a
6: couple other times. The first time I played was on a rooftop in Khartoum, Sudan, where I lived for a few years, and my friend... um, Organize the game for us. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. <laughs> that's normal, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. I've never had that answer to a question. That was great. <laughs> Fantastic. Playing trivia in Sudan. And so what's on your list to do while you're here in New York?
6: Well, I leave tomorrow, so I guess the only thing left would be to have a room of strangers buy me drinks after I win a trivia
4: game. Oh. Ah. I wow. like the way you think. A little, tra- <laughs> little trash talk. I like
0: Look it. Check out, Doug. Doug, I'm told that you are really into doing like fun costumes for birthday parties and things like that
1: We've been, uh, my wife and I have had a few costume parties for my birthday Uh, My uh, 40th I was Ed Asner and she was Mary Tyler Moore (laughs) That's awesome
0: Uh, Do you have a favorite on the list? Was that the favorite? That was
1: definitely the favorite
0: Yeah, that's an amazing one I could just
1: pretty much be myself
0: (laughs) Excellent This game is called Not... On the list, and it's a music game, so let's bring back our VIP, Nellie Mackay. Now, there are songs that express heartfelt emotions, that tell stories of love or loss, that are both universal and deeply personal. And there are songs that are just pretty much lists of things.
1: (laughs) That's right. It's a handy shortcut when you don't feel like actually writing a song. So this game is about those songs. Nellie and I are going to sing songs that feature a musical list, also known as patter songs, but one of the items in each song is going to be wrong. So ring in and tell us what the wrong item is and what the correct lyric should be. So, for example...
4: Eight maids a-milking, seven squids a squeezing, six geese a-laying, five golden rings.
1: So, you would say, squids a-squeezing is... Incorrect.
6: Oh, right.
1: <laughs> you would point that out. That would give you one point. And then you would tell me, swan's a-swimming, is the correct lyric, and you would get a second point for that.
6: Oh, okay. I know.
1: These are two-point questions. And if you can't answer at any point, your opponent will have the chance to answer and get whatever points remain. Okay?
8: Okay. Okay. Okay, here we go. Cream colored ponies and crisp apple strudels, doorbells and dumbbells and schnitzel with noodles, wild geese that fly with the moon on their wings. These are a few of my favorite things.
1: Leah.
6: Uh, doorbells and dumbbells is wrong dumbbells is wrong dumbbells is
1: wrong that's right yes and what is what should the correct
6: doorbells and sleigh
5: bells
1: that's right that's two points
5: all those years in Sudan paid off I know (laughs) there's
6: there's a lot of sound of music fans there you'd be surprised
0: I felt like too she just pulled you pulled it out I felt like it was right in the back of your head and you just yeah you made a a face and then it came
4: to the front (laughs) I'm very well acquainted, too, with matters mathematical. I understand equations, both the simple and quadratical. About binomial theorem,
1: I am teeming with a lot of news. With many cheerful facts about my purple ballerina shoes. (laughs) You're both looking at me like I'm crazy.
6: I hate Gilbert and Sullivan, so it's all you.
1: (laughs) Doug, who loves Gilbert and Sullivan more than anything, has rung in. What, What do you say, Doug? I'm guessing the Pearl Ballerina Shoes are wrong. You are correct. The purple Ballerina Shoes is wrong. Do you know what it is? I haven't a clue. <laughs> uh, we're looking for the square of the hypotenuse, is the answer.
4: Oh. I'll take the one point.
0: Wow. That really divided the crowd everybody's and the contestants. Everybody's pretty mad
1: about that. <laughs> Gilbert and Sullivan just like, wow. Which is worse, Gilbert and Sullivan or math, you know? Gilbert so and
6: Sullivan. They're <laughs> <completely> <laughs>
8: worse
1: than math. Leah has no hesitation (laughs) Alright, here's your next one
8: Hush, little baby, don't say a word Mama's gonna buy you a mockingbird And if that mockingbird won't sing Mama's gonna buy you a diamond ring And if that diamond ring turns brass Mama's gonna buy you some laughing gas And if that laughing gas should break Mama's gonna buy you a chocolate cake (laughs)
1: Leah
6: Uh,
8: Laughing gas
6: is wrong You're gonna buy a looking glass
1: Yes, well done, well done That's both of them
4: A little bit of Monica in my life, a little bit of Erica by my side, a little bit of Rita's all I need, a little bit of Tony's what I see.
1: Yes, Doug. Tony was wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like the way all you right? say that. Tony was wrong. <laughs> Tony was definitely
1: wrong. What what's what would be I'm the right lyric? Right. Thinking maybe Barbara? <laughs> you wish, you Barbara? wish. That... <laughs> Leah, do you know what should be there instead of Tony? Jessica? (laughs) No? Do you guys want to just keep naming ladies' names all night? No. Audience, do you know what it is? Tina! Tina! Yes, they're shaking their heads like, obviously. (laughs) Sounds Uh, obvious now. I'm very
5: proud. (laughs) I'm laughing because I don't know any of these songs. (laughs) You look good to me.
8: You're so heavenly. I, You're the one I idolize. J, We're like Jack and Jill. J, You're so kickable. L, Is the love light in your eyes?
1: Doug, kickable and kissable. Kickable and kissable. You got them both. That's right. The wife. <laughs> It is, it is true, the word kickable sticks out like a sore thumb in a love song
0: Although the way Nellie sings it is know, like, it's, yeah, it's beautiful
1: <laughs> Okay, here we go Grace, Kelly, Harlow Jean, Picture of a Beauty Queen Jean, Kelly, Fred Astaire, Patrick Swayze, Dance on Air Doug Patrick Swayze is wrong I'll say Ginger Rogers Ginger Rogers, you got yeah. it I just like this statement. Patrick Swayze is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Just generally. (laughs) Okay, this is your last clue.
8: Ooh, slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, Stan. You don't Don't need need to be calling Roy. Just listen to me. Hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the keys, of Siri, and get yourself free.
1: Doug. Siri is definitely wrong. Uh-huh. And Lee is correct. Yeah, you got it. That's two right there. And it looks like Doug is our winner for this game.
0: Doug, you'll be moving on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. Thank you. Ask Me Another, are you one of those fancy people with a landline, or do you know someone with one? Then we want to hear from you. To be a phone contestant, wait, wait, don't call, but write us at askmeanother at mbr.org or find us on Twitter or Facebook. And speaking of which, we have a caller on the line. Hello, caller.
2: Hello. This is Hillary Kotler from Columbia, Maryland. Hello,
0: Hillary. Welcome to Ask Me Another.
2: Thank you, thank you.
0: So what's going on right now in Columbia?
2: Um, actually, I'm not there. I'm in New Carrollton oh, so uh, at my office.
0: Got it. So you're a bit of a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh, that's the only place where there's a landline. Am I right?
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We've got you after hours in the office. Well, I'm very happy that you uh, called. And I hear that you come from a long line of people who do crossword and pen. Am I right?
2: Uh, yes. My, my maternal grandfather uh, did... Uh, the crossword puzzle of, I think, the New York Times. It may have only been the New York Daily News uh, in pen, and I've inherited that.
0: Excellent. Okay, great, because we've cooked up a little word game for you. Would you like to play?
2: I would. Hillary, this
0: game is called X Marks the Spot. We've removed the X sound in various words and phrases, and your job is to put the X back based on our clue. For example, if we said, put an X in Hagon... To get a six-sided geometric shape, you would answer hexagon. Okay. Got it. And if you get enough right, Hillary, we'll send you an Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube.
2: Oh, great. My husband will love that. He's got mad Rubik's Cube skills. Mad Rubik's
0: <laughs> I can understand the attraction.
1: It's the sign of a wasted youth right there.
0: <laughs> Here we go. Put an X in P. To get muscles somewhere between the head and the abs. Peck. That is correct. <laughs> Put an X in Allender to get a great man who is Aristotle's most famous student.
2: Alexander.
0: Exactly.
2: Alexander
0: the great. Did you know that his second best student's name was Stan?
2: I did not
0: know that. Yeah, Stan was just the pretty good.
1: (laughs)
2: Stan was the man. (laughs) Stan was the man.
0: That's right, Hillary. You
1: know my friends Alexander the Great and Stan the Man, don't you? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Exactly. Put an X in Mico to get the home of the world's largest population of Spanish speakers.
2: Mexico. Yes,
0: indeedy. Put an X in stant to get an old-timey device used in celestial navigation. Sextant. Yes, indeed. That was a hard one. Well done. <laughs> and here's your final clue. Put an X in Tess to get a place you don't want to mess with.
2: Texas.
0: Yes. <laughs> Hillary, not only did you get enough right, you got them all right. <laughs> So we are going to send you an Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube, and we're going to let you leave your job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for playing with us. Thank you for having me on. Okay, see you later, Hillary. Coming up, we'll put our visiting songstress Nellie Mackay in the puzzle hot seat, so stay tuned. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. Welcome back to Ask Me Another, NPR and WNYC's hour of trivia, puzzles, and word games. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and coming up, we'll see how much our VIP, Nellie Mackay, knows about one of her idols, Doris Day. But first, let's bring out our next two contestants, Ty Cohn and Wyatt Martin. Here's my question for the both of you, starting with you, Ty. If you could tame any animal in the universe to be your pet what would you choose?
3: I was going to say a hippogriff from the Harry Potter series, <laughs> but I actually don't know what that is. So I'm going to go with, um, there was uh, uh, an owl in Clash of the Titans, the mechanical owl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Archimedes. No, his name was Bubo.
4: Whoa. Bu- <laughs> Bubo?
3: <laughs> Bubo is okay. in his owl, and I have him on my arm, so if I could tame him and have him fly around and do
1: errands for me, that would be great.
0: Excellent, What?
1: I'm torn between the giant flying dog from The never ending Story... And whatever that little thing in front of Jabba the Hut was that just cackled whenever he made anything. <laughs>
0: right, it looked like a sock just or something that like that. bring that around with me
1: and have it cackle at everything I say. That character was Luke Skywalker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this game is called Gone to the Dogs. Jonathan, that pretty much explains our entire show, doesn't it? It sure
1: does, Zafira. Yeah. But this is a rather simple game. Each answer in this round will contain the name of a dog breed. For example, if I were to ask what Simon and Garfunkel song begins, I am just a poor boy, though my story is seldom told, you would answer, the boxer. And of course, a boxer is a breed of dog, as well as a person who boxes. The song is not about a person who puts things in boxes, you understand it. (laughs) He boxes with his fists. But it's also the dog breed. (laughs) I'm going to stop talking now. (laughs) Contestants, ring in when you know the answer. Here we go. What was the nickname of the engineer of the Enterprise on the original Star Trek? A Wyatt. Scotty. Scotty is right. What kind of blanket originating from a war-torn region might you throw over the back of your sofa? Tie. Uh, Afghan. That's right. It covers the
0: war-torn region of your sofa.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Founded in 1914, what passenger bus line has buses in various bright colors, despite its name? Wyatt. Greyhound. Greyhound is right. What Miami rapper with Cuban roots had his biggest hit in 2011 with the song Give Me Everything? Wyatt. Pitbull. You got it. In 2001, the Canadian province of Newfoundland changed its name to Newfoundland and what? Ty. Newfoundland and Labrador? That's right. Yeah. You knew that, right, Ophira?
0: I did as a Canadian, and I think you even answered it like a Canadian. You went Newfoundland and Labrador? That's how we would <laughs> <Hey>? answer it. <laughs> yeah, it would always go up at the end. Really? <laughs> yes.
1: Name the monk who lived in the Swiss Alps who was proclaimed the patron saint of Mountaineers by Pope Pius XI in 1923? Ty. St. Bernard. That's right. (laughs) What is the largest state in Mexico? Ty. Chihuahua. That's right.
0: The yappy state, correct.
1: The yappy yappy state. (laughs) This is your last clue. In the Aesop fable... What was the occupation of The Boy Who Cried Wolf? Wyatt. A shepherd? He was a shepherd. You got it.
3: John Chinesky, what happened? We have another tie. Oh, my God. Wyatt and Ty, here is your tiebreaker. What dog comes in standard miniature and toy sizes and also in a kind of 1950s skirt? Ty? uh, What is a... Poodle (laughs) Poodle is correct (laughs) Incredibly
0: close match Thank you so much Wyatt Ty You did it And you're going to be Moving on to our Ask me one more Final round Coming up at the end Of the show Thank you. you Now let's welcome back our very important puzzler, Nellie Mackay. You have an album that is a tribute to Doris Day, Normal as Blueberry Pie, and it inspired us actually to write a quiz about the amazing singer who was one of the top film stars of the 20th century, Doris Day. Now, did you grow up
5: watching Doris Day? Were listening to Doris Day? I did. I grew up uh, uh, listening first. Uh, we went to a protest at the Baltimore Aquarium when I was in high school. And uh, I went to a record store afterwards while we were waiting for the bus to go back to the Poconos. And uh, I just I loved her look. Anna, I think it was a still from Romance on the High Seas, which was um, her first film, and, uh, and I, it was just, it was so romantic, you know, I mean, in gym class I'd try to put that on and they all wanted to listen to Destiny's Child, and, <laughs> you know, and, um, and, and the fact that she started her own animal league and foundation, I just, uh, she spoke to me on every level. So we
0: wanted to find you a suitable opponent in this game, and I think we did a pretty great job. So please welcome the author of the biography, Considering Doris Day, <laughs> Tom Pietro. <laughs> Tom, have you ever met Doris Day?
7: Uh, I haven't met her. Uh, she is incredibly reclusive. She stays in her estate which is in Carmel California uh a year after the book came out it was actually a while the phone rang late one night and i was very grumpy cuz i had been working late and I, they said is this Tom Santa Pietra i said well who is this and she said well i'm calling you from Carmel California and it was Doris Day uh, she is the person you see on the screen she is that genuinely nice and we don't run across many people like that. So it was uh, it was a pretty fascinating conversation.
0: Wow. And, when, and why did she call you in the first place? What was the reason?
7: Well, I think she, she liked the fact that the book was... Um, it wasn't just sort of uh, dishing the dirt about her four husbands. And it okay. was the first book that took her seriously as an artist. Forget all the jokes about being a perpetual virgin... This is a major artist, and I talked about how James Cagney felt about her, and Paul McCartney idolizes her, and Tony Bennett idolizes her, and I think that's what she responded to.
0: Wow, fantastic. All right, this is going to be a great game. Okay, so this is all about Doris Day. You guys obviously both hold a great wealth of knowledge on her. We'll see. Maybe it's going to come down to buzzer speed. Who knows? What song did Doris introduce in Alfred Hitchcock's The Man Who Knew Too Much? Which she later used as a theme song for her TV show, *The Doris Day Show*. Tom.
7: Uh, K. Sarasara.
0: That is correct. K. Sarasara was the answer—a song about giving up. Doris starred in over 30 films but received only one Academy Award nomination for her performance in the first of three films co-starring Rock Hudson. Name the film. Tom.
7: Uh, Pillar Talk.
0: Correct. (laughs) Doris famously turned down a role in what 1967 film which would have required her to ask Dustin Hoffman, Would you like me to seduce you?
5: Nellie, The Graduate. (laughs) That
0: is correct. Doris's first hit record was co-written and recorded by Les Brown and his band of renown in 1945. What's the song in which Doris says she longs to hear All Aboard? Tom.
7: Sentimental Journey.
0: Sentimental Journey is correct.
7: These are the songs I want to hear Nellie sing.
5: How much you got?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The 2003 rom-com Down With Love was an homage to the Doris Day Rock Hudson films and featured a cameo by what actor who played the third lead in all three of the original movies?
5: (laughs) Nellie. Who is Tony Randall? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's
0: correct. (laughs) You don't have to answer in the form of a question, but I... uh... (laughs) I understand that is the understood convention that (laughs) Jeopardy! has put on all game shows thus going forward. All right, this is your last clue. Many songwriters have paid tribute to Doris in song. Name the 1980s band that had this hit song.
1: You take the great skies
4: out of my way You make the sun shine brighter than Doris Day Turn a bright spark into a flame my peace permit had never been the same Cause you're my lady, I'm your fool it Makes me crazy when you act so cruel Come on, baby, let's not fight We'll go dancing, everything will be alright
5: Nellie Who is Lou Reed? I'm joking, I got not know where you are
0: I do love that the audience fell for that <laughs> Like you would actually think Anyways, yes
5: Jonathan does it better
0: <laughs> do you a, oh,
5: Would you I like think to answer? No, I don't know, I don't know You don't know? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
7: I, I'm actually not sure I just remember that Billy Joel name-checked her In one of his songs We oh, didn't uh, start
3: the fire, yes,
7: that's right Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alright, well,
0: anyone out there? Wham? Wham?
7: No, 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 never heard of him. George Michael? Wake me up before you go-go. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it.
0: It. All right, John Chinesky.
3: Well, it was a fun game, but America's sweetheart today is Tom. Congratulations, Tom. <laughs> well done,
0: Tom and Nellie. You both win an official Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube, so congratulations. Thank you so much, Tom, and well done. Nellie, before we have you leave, can we convince you to play one more song? Yes.
5: Yes. I'd like to dedicate this to Tom.
8: <laughs>
5: You're mean to me.
8: Why must you be mean to me? Gee, honey, it seems to me You love to see me crying I don't know why I stay home Each night when you say you'll phone You don't and I'm left alone Singing the blues and sighing You treat me coldly each day of the year You always scold me whenever somebody Or can't you see what you mean?
0: This week's grand champion So let's bring back From Bruce Willis Wash your mouth out Matt Davis From Bad Things Come in Threes Lindsay Trobe From Not on the List Doug Friedman And from Gone to the Dogs Ty Cone I'm going to ask our puzzle guru John Chinesky To crown our champion
3: This final round is called Call the Doctor. In this round, every correct answer will be a real or fictional doctor, most of whom you shouldn't go to for medical advice. For example, if we said that this doctor is known for his gel orthopedics, you'd say Dr. Scholes. Here we go. Matt, this movie doctor once attempted to hold the world ransom for the princely sum of $1 million. Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil's right. (laughs) Lindsay... This doctor packs 23 flavors in a can, along with high-fructose corn syrup.
8: Dr. Pepper.
3: Dr. Pepper is right. Doug. He's England's favorite time traveler in a TARDIS. Dr. Who. Dr. Who is right. Ty. This rapper came straight out of Compton to co-found Death Row Records. Uh, Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, yes. Matt. On November 10, 1871, Henry Morton Stanley finally found this doctor in present-day Tanzania. I
1: have no idea. (laughs) All
3: right, step aside for just a second. Let's see if Lindsay knows it. Lindsay?
6: No, I also have no idea. Step
3: aside for just a second. Let's see if Doug knows it. Dr. Livingston, I presume. You presume correctly, Doug. Way to go. We'll have to say goodbye to Matt and Lindsay, and we're down to two. Down to Ty and Doug. Here we go, Ty. Call this fellow the doctor of punk rock footwear. Uh, Doc Martin. Doc Martin is right. Doug. When he wasn't helping people commit suicide, this famous doctor was also an oil painter and jazz musician. Dr. Kevorkian. That's right. Ty. This host of the radio show Loveline graduated to helping famous people with their addictions in celebrity rehab. Dr. Drew? Dr. Drew Pinsky is correct. Doug. Omar Sharif plays this title character in a 1965 drama directed by David Lean. Dr. Shivago. Dr. Shivago is right. Ty. This slam dunk king has had his jersey number retired by two different NBA teams, the Philadelphia 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Dr. J. Dr. J. is right. Doug. In this 90s Nintendo video game Players destroyed viruses by matching colors On descending colored capsules Three seconds No idea Let's see if Ty knows it Dr. Mario? It is Dr. Mario I thought he was a plumber Ty, you're the winner of the game
0: Doug, thank you so much Well done Ty, you're our Ask Me Another big winner. Nellie Mackay has put together a prize package for you. I am
1: so looking forward to the furry handcuffs. Yes!
0: You get a signed copy of her Doris Day tribute album, Normal, as Blueberry Pie, as well as those faux fur handcuffs, love cuffs, straight from her to you. So, congratulations! Thank you so much. And that's our show Thank you so much for joining us If you're listening at home And would like to be a contestant on our show Find us on Facebook or Twitter Just look around for NPR Ask Me Another And you can be a puzzle player Anytime, anyplace By downloading our podcast From iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Ask Me Another's puzzle guru Is John Chinesky Hey, my name anagrams to Oh Heck Ninjas Our house musician is Jonathan Colton Thou jolt a cannon our puzzle editor is Art Chung, with additional puzzle writing by Matthew Foster, Mark Halpin, Greg Lightman, James Ramsey, Noah Tarno, and J. Keith Van Stratton. Ask Me Another is produced by Jesse Baker, Josh Rogeson, John Asante, and Eleanor Kagan, along with Portia Robertson-Migas and Eric Newsom. We are recorded by Damian Whittemore, Kristen Moller, and Jeff O'Neill. We'd like to thank our home in Brooklyn, New York, The Bell House. Hot Heel Blues. And our production partner, WNYC. I'm her right begonias. Kofira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. <laughs> Hey, you're still listening. You are the best. Thank you so much for listening to Ask Me Another. And there are a lot of other very cool NPR podcasts you'd love, like TED Radio Hour, hosted by Guy Raz. TED Radio Hour is a journey through fascinating ideas, astonishing inventions, fresh approaches to old problems, and new ways that they can create. Listen to it. It's fantastic. Find it now on iTunes under Podcasts.